Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the UNI podcast. We have Mikaelin Margolin. She writes, she shares, she speaks, she ministers, she loves, and ultimately she just tries to meet people where they are at. She's the host of the Empowerment Project. She's an avid YouTuber, and she also keeps a blog, MikaelinMargolin.com. But more regularly, you can find her serving her church, leading worship, youth, and the media team. Here's our conversation with McKaylin. The UNI podcast promotes love, happiness, and abundance. Through storytelling and sisterhood, they encourage self-love, a balanced worth ethic, and a healthy life. This is Ozzy and Caro. And thank you so much for listening to the UNI podcast. In this household, we love reflecting and manifesting for bigger and better things. And this is why our Chairs to a Better You guide and workbook is perfect. If you purchase now and use the code UNIFAM, you can save 20%. So head on over to our website and start manifesting your growth. Thank you for that. I actually have a question for you because I just got appointed with kind of an important role at school. Oh my gosh, yeah, girl. How do you develop a team that's like willing to like put in the work and like enthusiastic about what like the projects that we're going to be working on? Oh my gosh, yeah. I would say first and foremost, you have to be enthusiastic about it. Like like I said, setting the tone is so important. Like whenever we think about a class or like our leaders or whatever, like people will follow that, whether they think that they will or not. Um, and whenever you make it fun, even if there is kind of like an outlier that's like, no, I don't want to do this. If you cultivate it enough within the team, they, they will end up being an outlier and it's going to be something that they want to and they want to join in on or they want to become a part of. Um, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on like what kind of, you know, project or team or, or whatever it is, but it all starts with you. It, it really, really does. And I think then surrendering it over to the Lord and knowing that the Lord put you in that position, like the Lord appointed you there, you know? And so um, there is a gift or there's, there's something on you that like they need or that the Lord sees in you and, and isn't trusting this team in you. So, I mean, just trust that he knows what he's doing and lead to the best of your ability I I would say yeah like you lead with setting that tone and then you make sure that everyone knows that they have an open door with you you know and I I, that gets really exhausting (laughs) like it's really hard um and that's something that I've learned too with all this is how heavy leadership is um and I think too know that you're gonna be you're gonna be you know hurt sometimes or blindsided sometimes like um Brooke wasn't my first uh social media person I've had three and um and there's times where I'm like oh my gosh like how could you do that why'd you do that you know and but that just comes with leadership like you are in a rare position and sometimes it's like lonely there because not a lot of people understand what it's like to um be in that spot you know regardless of where you are what level um but you are kind of doing it on your own because you are you're in charge of it you have mentors that are that are ahead of you but then you've also got people that um you know are looking to you and you know it's just it's kind of like this back and forth but just making sure that like you're close with the lord in tune with him and and thinking of ways to to cultivate that energy within the group and and getting everybody excited and making them bond (laughs) make them bond Thank you for that, because honestly, I have been asking a lot of people and no one has 
told me to just like ask God and trust what he tells me. Mm. But Can't it's been wrong. working so far for everything else. So <laughs> I think you got yeah. a point there. <laughs> right, right, right. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I actually want to pivot more into your journey with, or like your personal journey with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and like consistency and prayer and things around that sort. How has your journey with Jesus been, especially during this time of COVID? Like I said, um, my mental health was really took, it was really, really bad. Um, I would say, gosh, guys, the, it was like, I don't even know, like, I can't even tell months apart at this point. Like, I'm like, what month was that? I'm like, I have no idea. I would say, I guess, kind of around this summer, my mental health was really, really bad. So um, leading, like, during the first part of quarantine, my relationship with Jesus was super on, like, super, like, I had all this time, I was at home, like, I could really devote all of this time to spending with him. And then I kind of started to, like, sink down into this hole, like, I'm like, okay, I've been at home for years, it feels like, like, I can't get out of this place, like, I can't see people that I love. Um, so much was going on in the world that was just heartbreaking and devastating and horrible. And it's like, um, things that we needed to see, but that was really, really hard to carry. And so, um, just the weight of the world was real. I was crushing underneath of it. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, like it's it just feeling so helpless and feeling like you can't really do anything. Um, and you would think that that's the time that you would like cling to God, you know, like you'd be like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Like, I'm just gonna have faith and trust. And it's like, we're human. Like, let's be real. Like, that's not always how it goes. And so I kind of like sank down into this, um, feeling of like, okay, God, like what's going on and like not allowing what was going on in the world to be reflective of God, but just kind of being like god what are you doing like this is so painful like this is so horrible and like everything is just sucks so bad right now and i almost was like just confused by like what was going on although like i, I trusted him i still was just so confused and i felt like distanced and i almost kind of like took that weight and like put it on myself of like okay like i can't um like I can't measure up. I can't, there's nothing I can do. Um, and feeling a little bit like disconnected from God because I was just in my own head. And I probably at that time, I feel like I got so consumed by everything that was going on in the world that I kind of, um, what not was shutting God out, but I wasn't prioritizing my time with him in the way that I should have been because I was so preoccupied by other things. And so, um, and like be feeling like I needed to use like the empowerment project or use like our quote unquote platform. Um, I hate even saying that, but like, cause you know, whatever, but just using that to, um, bring awareness or to share share Jesus with people that that needed it that were in this feeling of like hopelessness and despair and there was just so much um there was so much pressure for that and so I wanted to be that for people like I wanted to remind people that like God is in control like he is he's gonna use this and like he's gonna turn it around like he's he's with us like he you know all this stuff like I wanted to bring hope to the situation and what I started to do kind of when I was coming when I was still kind of in this darker spot I started then um seeking the Lord so that I could like shove so that I could like shove it online like so I was like going to the Lord like okay what do you want me to tell them like what do you want me to tell them and while that's there's nothing wrong with that like really it was still really not great on my relationship with the Lord because I wasn't being intimate with him and I wasn't um just going to spend time with him to spend time with him like I had an agenda and that's not great like that's not good and so I feel like we can do both like we can go to the Lord and be like hey what do you want us to share but at the same time we need to be going to the Lord just to spend time with him and so I feel like I kind of got rocked off balance at that time and so that was difficult to kind of like figure out and then 
quickly after that he was like all right chick set it down like you are you are taking a couple of weeks off of the podcast like you are surrendering like you gotta you gotta chill like you gotta stop and I was like oh my gosh Lord like so it's just crazy to me how like even though we're doing something for the Lord he's like hey like I am not a to-do list like I want a relationship with you before I want the things that you can do for me so like I need you to stop and slow down and come back to me and then we will figure it out together and so I had a quick reality check with that and I was like oh, okay that's my bad because I wanted to be used by him more than I wanted to seek his face. And so that was something that I really was um, a, a revelation that I had. And I was like, okay. So then since then, um, we've been on the up and up and doing good. It's been um, kind of like slow. I ended up actually, I've never announced this live um, or at all, but I feel like I, I feel like I should. Um, I don't belong to the church that I've, that I've belonged to. And so I'm kind of, um, church homeless at the time at right now and so that's something that I'm trying to balance and figure out and see where the Lord at, is at with that and I know that he's called me into this season um but it is very different um to not have that immediate church community and so that's something that I'm figuring out as well uh right now and that's not where I'm going to stay like I, I believe that we need to be involved in the church but I know for a season he's called me um to do something else and so that's what I'm working on, but uh, it has been definitely an adjustment and it's been cool. I'm excited to look back on the season and be like, oh, wow, you learned all that here because sometimes we don't really learn, know what we're learning in the season until we're out of it. And we're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's what you were showing me, you know? So um, I know that I'm in a season where things are a little um, uh, uncertain and I'm kind of just like putting one foot in front of the other, hoping that the next step is there um, to catch me. And so that's kind of where I'm at, but it's been very cool and it's been very very fun to do it with God because I know that I can trust him and I know that I can go where he leads and I'm happy to follow. Thank you for that. And thank you for admitting that you are not directly connected to a church right now because mm -hmm. I'm in that awkward space right now too because I grew up Roman Catholic and right now I'm just like, yeah. I know I am. Like, am I Roman Catholic? Like, I mean, I am. I'm confirmed, but like, am I Me really? Too. So yeah. I don't know. It's just like this really weird process that I'm in right now. Just trying to figure out like yeah. where I fall within my, like within Christianity and like, yeah. Totally. I was there too. Yeah. I was um, confirmed Catholic. And I think something that's so interesting, um, you know, cause a lot of times we can, we can be like, oh, I, I was raised this. So this is what I am. Um, and I took a lot of pride in, in being Catholic. Like it, like, and I, I feel like that's something that Catholics are really awesome at is they're, they are, um, they are loyal. They are so loyal. And I loved that about them. Something that I learned about myself, though, in going to a Catholic church was that that um, this, the different types of love, love languages, I guess. And I feel like different churches have those different love languages. And so for me, like we because we all love on the Lord differently, you know, like some people want to like jump around and like sing and dance for the Lord and other people want it to be more structured. And like they that's how they love is like by being loyal, by um, servanthood. And, and Catholics are super amazing servers. I mean, like. Like, wow but that's not everybody's love language and while we should still serve you know some people you know want to love on God in a more like kind of uh, uh loud or worshiping type of way and um or like jumping around or you know whatever it is whereas like if I did that in my Catholic church I'd be like get out like what are you doing and I'd be like well you know I don't know so I feel like it's it's been really really cool and I think for us to realize that God is in all of those churches you know like he he 
he's in Christianity. Like he is, you know, he's Jesus. So he's not just in this church or just in that church. And so that was something, a journey that I went on as well. So, um, I totally empathize with you in that because, uh, it was, um, really soul searching for me and it was really freeing too to realize that like, you know, I could love on God, how I felt like I wanted to love on God. Girl, thank you for that because, (laughs) oh my gosh, I I just can't because I remember, I remember I went to like this church that everybody's just like jumping around and I was like, what is going on right now? Yes. <laughs> I guess I grew up Roman Catholic. I was like, what is this? Like, Dude. You yes. do this in yes. church? Yes. The what? first time that I went to a church like that, I was like, this is disgraceful. This is so disrespectful. I'm like, you guys sit down. You kneel before you get in that pew. Like, I was like, this is a disgrace. And then when I learned about it, I was like, oh, wait, oh my gosh, David. David worshiped God like this. And David, God said, David is a man after my own heart. And David danced half naked in front of, in front of people out in the courtyard because he was worshiping God. Like God calls us to be, you know, um, uh, like he, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not disgraced, uh, but just like, you know, to worship, worship him without reason, without, you know, giving, um, without being so structured and focused and like putting so much pressure on ourselves. He's like, just be with me, like, just be with me. And so that was something that I, when I learned that David did that, I was like, oh my gosh, hold up. Maybe he's got something figured out, (laughs) you know? So then I started worshiping God like that in in my own home. And I was like, wait, this is so awesome. And again, it's not for everybody, you know, it's totally different for so many different people, but I totally get what you're saying. With that, I love all your Bible references. So I want, could you describe your relationship with the Bible for us? Yes. Okay. So this is actually such an amazing question because like, I feel like we can have our relationship with God and our relationship with Jesus. But then like, you know, like you said, like your relationship with the Bible, because for some people that's really hard because a lot of things that we read in the Bible, we're like, whoa, no, 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 no. You know, like our moral code takes over and we're like, this is wrong. You know, like we, this shouldn't be allowed, you know? And so, um, I like my relationship with the Bible is I trust the Bible. Like I wholeheartedly trust the Bible. That's my relationship with it because I know that it is God breathed and I know everything in there is of God. Um, but the, I would be lying if I didn't say that sometimes I was confused by it and I'm like, okay, I am, I am going to, honor what you are saying here, God. Like I'm going to honor that because I honor you and I know that you see more than I do and you understand more than I do because that's the faith that I have in you, even though I don't understand what's going on and I may not even necessarily agree with it or it like breaks my heart and I can't understand it. Um, so I, I would say I I trust it and I believe it wholeheartedly. Like, don't get me wrong, but there are some things that I have to study more than others. Like I have to reach out to other people. I'm like, why did this happen? Like, or sometimes, oh, what, what book was that? Um, uh, oh, it was, uh, was it Genesis? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, God did something. I was like, God, why you did that? Like, that was so harsh. Like, I'm like, why did you do that? You know? And just, and sitting down with him and asking him, because I know that he's a loving God. Um, and in the old Testament, of course he had to flex quite a bit to get people to realize like, Hey, like, 
we can't do this on our own. Like we are not God, you know? So he was like flexing in a little bit, but, um, in the new Testament, it was, you know, we had Jesus and that debt had been paid. And so like, that's the whole reason of like, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because like, we couldn't do this on our own. We can't like, there's a, a bridge that we, that cannot be built between us and God without Jesus. And so, um, old Testament is always sometimes, um, or is sometimes difficult for me unless I get a revelation word, like straight off the bat. But sometimes I have to go and I have to dig deeper And it's actually super cool because whenever I do that, I can see God's grace all over. I could see why he did the thing that he did in order to bring forward the grace that he had in him. So sometimes whenever we read something like verbatim, we're like, wow, God, that was just trash, you know? And then whenever we dissect it and bring it apart, we're like, oh, wow, I didn't understand the culture, you know, called for this. And God, you were actually preserving this because of your love for them. And so it's just, it's really interesting. So sometimes I'm like, this is confusing and I'm scared. But every single time that I've had a thought like that, God has brought it forward and been like this is it and I'm like oh wow oh my gosh okay like I get it and and for me honestly Jesus was enough at the same at the same time like regardless of what happened like Jesus was enough for that redemption um but that's really my relationship with it and I would say anyone that struggles with it too because I know that that's difficult a lot of the like biblical understandings or um biblical morals that we have as Christians can be like I don't understand why this has to has to be like this or why you know this isn't allowed I don't understand I would just encourage you to to study it honestly just be like God I know that you're good I know that you are loving God like lay this out for me show this to me like and and actually study it and I promise you you will see his mercy and grace all over it wow that's so good especially I don't know I feel like this season I'm in I've been so into my bible recently in the beginning I feel especially my Christian journey I was the girl who wouldn't write in her bible just because she didn't want to mess it up and she yes. didn't want it she wanted it to be perfect and Same. no lines and no yeah. colors i feel like the only place i wrote my like in my bible was my name yeah um but now i i use commentary i'm the christian girl who uses commentary now yes, who would have thought I love it. and, and i just cross love... out words by accident oh I my gosh i love it i'm like accidentally like underlining oh. something <laughs> and then i'll like cross it out i'm like oh, i well. am it's so fun yeah. and I use my bible now as a journal and oh I it's love just that. I don't know it's it's I'm really happy with where I am right now so awesome I love uh what you said about being a little confused about like not not per se confused but I remember when you mm-hmm. said when you were reading and you had like a question about something because I remember if Ozzy if you remember in the beginning when we decided to read the bible together Mm-hmm. And we were going like chapter by chapter. After one, I was like, "Ozzy, I don't understand why this happened. Yeah. What what was the message here? I've, I don't, for what? Why did you did that this? for what? God. Exactly. Like, what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> that's exactly what I was like. What was the reason? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's tough. It is. It is so cool to get to study with friends then, because there'll be times I still study with friends, and I'm like, okay, but for what? And they're like, okay, well, if you look here, like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not even see that, you know. And so it's sometimes like funny how you know our brains are like we just see the bad, you know, we just our brains go straight for that. And they're like, whoa, 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 like you're getting ahead of it. And I'm like, okay, thank you for reeling me in because like I was about to have a whole other opinion. This is our last question. Hey. Um, but I, f- I have a feeling we'll be back. Part three and part four Please. and part five. <laughs> I adore you guys. You guys are so much fun. Thank you. But, okay, this is like a two-part question. Okay. First, if there was one thing you could change about your journey, what would it be? And the second one is, the first is more of reflection. The second one is more of like your intentions. What are you hoping to 
focus on? Are you trying to pivot in any direction for 2021? Oh, yeah. Okay, so one thing I would change about my journey, what would it be? So naturally, I'm like tempted to be like nothing. I regret nothing. Everything's made me who I am, you know, and like in a sense, that's true. You know, like I'm thankful for everything and the way things played out and like the decisions that I made because, um, you know, and I feel like regardless, like God's going to, you know, use everything, work everything together for our good. So um, we only have really so much say. <laughs> But if I could change anything, um, it would just be, I wish I had confidence. Like I wish that while I was in high school or even while I was in college, like I wish that I would have been as confident as I knew that I could be, you know, because I feel like we just get so immersed in like our um, circumstances, our situations, our surroundings or whatever. And we kind of just take like a back seat. And looking back, I'm like, wow, you could have done that. And you could have done that. And like, while we shouldn't like dwell on any of that and like that's not what I'm saying I'm looking back at like missed opportunities you know and because of like insecurities or things that I felt and things now that I can look back and see that it did not even matter you know and I was talking to somebody um, a few days ago we were just talking about how like our insecurities really make a lot of our decisions like if we like there were times that I got asked to like come speak at something and and that's an amazing opportunity. But my insecurity was like, no, don't do it. Girl, don't do it. You know, and I, I, I got afraid and I got scared. And like, we shouldn't make those decisions out of fear or our insecurities. But I did. And so I feel like that is something that I regret. Like, I wish that I could say yes or did say yes. It's something that I'm still working on. Um, and so that's why I say like, yeah, like even looking back now, I'm like, yeah, I, there are missed opportunities. I wish I would have said yes to X, Y, and Z and um, trusted God and, and and been bold. And so I feel like, um, that's probably like the biggest one is just letting my insecurities call the shots and, um, worrying about like what I would look like in front of everybody, or if I would mess up and say the wrong thing or what they would think of me, or, you know, there's just so many things that kind of, kind of get into your head. Um, so that is, that's it. I just wish that I, um, you know, that I allowed God to be my confidence and I allowed him to be my strength because I know that every single time that I did say yes, he always showed up. He always showed up every single time because there were times that I didn't let my fear get the best of me and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it because God, I know that you're telling me to do this. I'm going to freaking do it, you know, and every single time he showed up. And so, and then at the end of it, I'd be like, I don't even know why I ever doubted you. And then next week someone would be like, Hey, can you come speak at this? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it was always kind of this like push and pull sort of thing. So, um, but I would definitely say confidence and boldness and something that I'm still working on. And I hope in years to come, I don't look back and wish that I had used more of it in this season either. So trying to prevent that. So what's coming next for me personally, the, the empowerment project kind of generally, Yes. Okay. So I would say for me personally, like I am in a selfish season with the Lord. Like how I kind of stated earlier is um, I'm kind of like church homeless right now. And that's not my intention for a long time. Um, but I know that God has called me into a season of a little bit of traveling. And so um, I can't do that on the weekends if I have responsibilities at church. And so um, that was one of the reasons I had to put that down. Everything's fine. And I, I love them. And and all that, it's just not a responsibility that is that is mine right now. Um, because I know that the Lord has called me to go into different places. And so it's been super cool. A lot of churches are closed down right now. And that's honestly the the purpose of it is like to go and visit other churches and see where I want to go next. And, um, because like right now I like, um, 
I love where I'm at, but I don't see myself being here. Um, or I hope not. If I am, someone comes slap me upside the head. Um, but like, I want to take some time to like go and live other places and meet other people. And it's hard to kind of, um, just pick up and like, be like, okay, I'm just going to go drop my bags here. Like that's difficult. And, and I feel like too, I want to go and meet other people, um, in different areas. I don't want to then be grounded to another another area like I still want to use my weekends to go and like visit my social media friends people that I know and meet up with them and have coffee and like talk about Jesus and like build these relationships and like I said like that's not anything like I would really come up with I know it was God like I know God's like wanting me to make these connections and wanting me to meet with people and grow in these relationships and so that's where I'm at right now um with church and so I'm still going to be in church just at different churches you know so um nonetheless but churches are pretty much closed right now. So there's not much I can do. Um, so that's kind of where things are like a little bit, um, uncertain right now. Uh, but it's super exciting and super fun. So personally, that's like something that I have a goal of within 2021. And then currently, um, so we've already been a couple of places just within the US of just places that we can just kind of like, um, skate off to for the weekend, because we both work full time jobs, me and my friend uh, do this. So um, we can't really go to many places during the week. So we have to make sure it's like either within driving distance or somewhere we can make a quick trip. So um, which has been cool. So basically, it's like a South um, tour <laughs> currently. So but hopefully we'll get out of that soon. Um, but it's been cool nonetheless. And then with the Empowerment Project, um, what is some of it? like my you know vision some of it's like too close to my heart to even share but like some of it I really would love to be able to do like zoom like weekly zoom groups or weekly you know bible studies or just discussions or um weekly just like girl talks or chats like just really bringing women together and all talking about Jesus like just bringing women together and just like encouraging and having a safe space like having like a place where they can come and just be surrounded by other sisters in Christ that are you know are um in pursuit of the same things that they are and where they can be around like-minded women that are um, devoted to building each other up and not tearing each other down or um, you know backhanded compliments or whatever it is because I know we've all had our fair share of like girl groups like that where it's like I don't want to be friends with y'all like y'all are mean um, so you know just like and some people don't have like the luxury of finding like godly people around them um, luckily I have my uh, two best friends and then my mentor who uh, are phenomenal but other than that I don't know where I would go to find another like um women, you know, group of women, Christian women, that would be very, very hard. So I want to create a space where, um, other women can have that and they can have that with us. And then on top of that, um, we're looking for an editor right now. Um, and, oh, I want to do mentorship. I would love to be able to do that just to see like, just to have more relationship with one-on-one -on -one time with other women and see what it is that they are seeking, what they're in pursuit of and you know, what God is doing in their life. And then any way that I can aid them, help them, give them tools, resources, support, prayer, encouragement, anything that they need or any wisdom that I've gained, um, that I can share with them. So those are two things that I would love to be able to implement. And I feel like our next, but right now we just don't have the manpower for it. Brooks like McKaylin, don't you dare. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so that's where we're at. But um, yeah, we have a wonderful team and it is going great and loving every single one of them. And we're just going to continue to just expand and, and do what the Lord's telling us to do. So, Wow, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much, McKaylin, for joining us on the UNI podcast again. It was amazing. 
Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. Bring me back. I'm just obsessed with you guys. Honestly, even if you don't want me back on the podcast, can we just like FaceTime or something? I'm because so down. Totally, I'm down. So Any, fun. You were so, talking so about fun. mentorship. I was like, uh, is it open now? Do what? I was like, you were talking about mentorship, and I was like, oh. is it open now? Are you, <laughs> do you have up. spots open? <laughs> you guys will be first. We'll just listen. We'll just we'll just hang out. I just want to hang out with you guys. So you guys are awesome. I'm honestly so honored that you would have me back on as a returning guest. Seriously, like I'm doing the Debbie Ryan right now as we speak. So honored. There is never a better time to buy a swimsuit especially from Aaron Phoenix. Our conversation with the founder was so good, and she's even more amazing for giving you guys a code to get 20% off your orders, $100 or more. Use code UNDI at AaronPhoenix.com to save some money on your next order. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the UNI podcast. If you love this episode as much as we did, rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, check out our show notes for all of our links, including our Cheers to Better You guide and workbook. New episodes drop every week on Monday. We can't wait to hang out with you again. We'll talk soon. Bye.